Alright, welcome everybody to The Other Side Podcast. Uh, this is my boy Sam Romero, and I'm the host, Peyton Grace, um, also known as Kleptonian, and Sam Romero is also known as Narnar Juice on Twitch, so give him a, fo- give him a follow, give him a like, uh, let's, get him, let's get us verified, you know? Let's get some verification. Yeah, be verified. Verified. Be verified. Check mark means means you make money. <laughs> gang gang. Gang gang. <laughs> okay. um, oh, so we're gonna start with um we're gonna start with some goals. Some goal setting. Um for me, let's uh I'm gonna set some goals to be less neurotic and be less of an asshole. Um and I'm not going to let my egotistic self rule my life because I have just my ego levels are just through the roof and I'm not the shit dude God's God is the shit God's the shit <laughs> not me not me I gotta remember gotta remember where my place is there's my goals right there um uh, Sam do you have any goals be mindful self-regulation uh I am trying to I'm currently working towards being better at managing my time uh, I have a lot of ideas that I want to like move forward. Uh, however, I, I haven't been the best at prioritizing what's the most actionable thing. And um, that's something I'm, I'm trying to develop a relationship with is, is having set structured time outside of, of mandatory structured time. So for example, uh, I really like, so I just started work back up this week and it's been nice to have some structured time so that I, it seems when I have a little bit of structured time, I'm, I'm better at planning my time. <clears throat> Whereas if I have just like full open availability, it's hard for me to prioritize what's important. And so instead of me just having to go to, like having work be that structured time, I'm, gonna, I, I, I'm working, currently working towards setting aside structured time for myself. So like whether that be structured time for podcasts, whether that be structured time for like cute lead-ins, like uh, when I actually like, doing a little grunt work. I just really want to have a structured time. So that's something I'm currently working towards. It's a, that's a goal of mine. It's a hard thing. Yeah, it is. It is a hard thing, dude. Uh, it's really easy to fall into just like, um, unstructured time. Yeah, it really is. It's really easy to want to just like get at, like once you're out of your routine as well, it's like you're out of your routine Yeah. and you don't want to, it's, it's harder <laughs> to get back into your routine than to stay in it. You know, yeah. when you're in it, you're killing it and you're just vibing and you're rolling through it and like something that knocks you out of it like that's just like dude anything can just like knock you off the rails yeah and it's then, so true um yeah and i think uh dude speaking of knocked off the rails i don't think this audio input's working okay that's fine. oh shit oh it sheesh. is ah, <laughs> i just was looking at the wrong thing hey we're back on the rails man. <laughs> <laughs> nice Okay, um, but yeah, dude, you could you could really get knocked off the rails for really anything. Uh, I think we should adjust this camera angle because this is not in the shot. Oh, we could definitely do uh, that. Or we could also, I can just lift it up and we talk about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is a jar. All right, so goals. Uh, now we're not talking about goals anymore. We're talking about, um, this is what I'm going to call the small business promotion spotlight. It's a lot of words. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get a better name. But... <laughs> We can make an acronym for it. <laughs> yes. Small business SB. What would you say? Uh, <laughs> Spotlight? Sp- uh, 
promotion spotlight. SPPS. SPPS is SPPS. All right, we're doing the SPPS. Utah 2021. Yes, sir. <laughs> we're going to put it in your hashtags, man. Um, hey, we got one viewer. Uh, say hello in the chat. We see you. Hello, viewer. I hope, I hope today has been a dream. It's been a dream for me. And it's a dream that you're here watching a stream. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a lucid dream. <laughs> Maybe this is all a lucid dream. Yes, but we, we are conscious, right? Right now, but the thing is, we can't just up and fly across the globe, man. Yeah, but maybe maybe this dream we're, we're we're constricted to a certain set of rules, right? Maybe when we dream other dreams, they're different different rules, different game. You're right, man. Who knows? You never know. Shit's weird. You never know. We could be hooked up to a computer right now. Yeah, we could. We really could. <laughs> um, maybe could. we're the computer. Yeah, yeah. What, dude? That's something interesting. <laughs> We're all thinking about. Oh, we got to combat AI. AI is gonna be the the death of our existence. What if we're the AI? Yeah, dude. We're biological computers. Look at look at how much we fucked up land, man. Like the way we do things. Yeah. Like, we're we're literally just we're we're systematic. Like so, uh, there's this like Alan Watts um like little speech where they talk. He talks about like how we are kind of creating the world like with through our like our ears like the vibrations turns like sound it, like our vibrations into sound like in a sense like our bodies are designed to to create the world that we observe around us right and so like in that sense we are kind of creating the world even though we don't really notice it like it is it, it that's true but also the world's happening to us at the same time so like both things are are happening simultaneously yeah dude. It, it, make, it makes me think a lot and i'm like fuck dude I, that guy's a that guy's a baller dude. alan watts <laughs> is a really smart guy dude i he wish is. i listened to more uh things he says because you know what that's hey there's another goal man i'm gonna yeah. start listening more to the these people there you go <laughs> right? like alan watts dude alan watts is a freaking g and i know like Little to nothing about him. I know like one quote, and I couldn't recite it. <laughs> Dude, I'd love to. Yeah, I've been listening. So that like they have a bunch of like music with Alan Watts. It's like it's like music paired in with like his uh, his like talks and shit. And I really like those. I think they're pretty cool. So it's kind of like meditative music with like him just like talking about shit. It's just so relaxing to me. Yeah, dude. And like I first started listening to like Starfucker. And like they, they throw Alan Watts in there, and so that was the first time I ever heard of Alan Watts. But I didn't realize he was like a, a dude that, that wrote books and was like influential in, in the field of like bringing uh, modern awareness to like Hindi practices and like ancient. Like it's cool. The dude's cool. Is, he's a cool <laughs> dude, man. That's how it's really cool. Um, who else is who's on those like when you when you speak about those videos? I think of uh, the other guy. Um, what's his name? And he's like the professor. Eckhart Tolle? No. <laughs> Jordan Peterson? Jordan Peterson's a great guy as yeah, well, but not is. him. Um, Ram Dass. Shoot, it just completely... Like, I have it on the tip of my tongue, dude. I swear. <laughs> we'll come back to it, dude. We'll come back to it. That guy's always on videos, and he's talking about life, and... Uh, he talks about DMT a lot. Okay. Um, Hans states of serotonin. Always a good thing. Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a quick... I gotta give it a quick uh, look up, um, guy. Guy that does talks. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. I mean, Joe Rogan, yeah. That's the one guy who talks about DMT. Uh, I, I have his name right here. Is he Professor? Ooh, uh, Graham Hancock? No, no. 
Michael Pollan's a really cool guy as well. Uh, he talks about psychedelics. He's like one of the he's one of the alive people. This guy I'm talking about, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Uh, Terrence McKenna. Terrence McKenna. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. guy. Terrence he, McKenna. Gotcha. Yeah. He's uh he's I always anyways I always hear him on those like videos and he's got okay a, yeah he's, he's got one of those voices. It's like man this. You know, these are the inspirations why I start thinking about psychedelics and as being a positive for yeah. society and not being like, you know, because like cocaine is definitely, everybody knows cocaine, you get addicted to it and it can ruin your life. I guess anything, any substance really can be bad. Any substance used unmindfully can definitely be bad. But like specifically like psychedelia, like it, we have to understand like there's there's a huge difference between like a physically addicting substances a physically addicting substance and a mentally addicting substance. Like, anything can be mentally addictive. Like, I could, like, be mentally addicted to, like, fucking, sh like, ramming my toe. Like, just, like, fucking busting it up, right? Like, you can become mentally addicted to certain, like, stimuli. You can sure. become mentally addicted to anything. And what was nice is, like, we did have those, like, uh, people like Terrence McKenna that kept that conversation alive and really brought awareness to, like, to, to, to these, like, spiritual substances that aren't physically addicting. Like cocaine is, is, is a physically addicting substance. However, if, if used mindfully, it, it could like, it's it, like drugs aren't out there to get you, you know, like yeah. heroin and like, like cocaine aren't like sitting there being like, I'm going to fucking get pain today. I'm going to get hooked. You know, like yeah. that we give power to those substances. And like, if we start to recognize that like the biggest difference between anything, like anything and everything in the body is a chemical reaction. If you deprive yourself of water and sleep, you'll start to hallucinate. Like our bodies are designed to feel drugs because we have the, we have the hardwire uh, chemicals to, to even experience them. So if it wasn't biologically important for us to feel these signals, we wouldn't even feel substances. So like, for example, like if you're to like pour, if you're like pour weed smoke all over a bunch of insects, the insects are not, not even going to feel it because they don't have the receptor sites for it. And so it's interesting that like why, what, what is the function of us? even being able to experience substances because we can. Like, it must be biologically important because nature doesn't have stuff in the equation that doesn't make sense. It's not functional. And so it's really interesting that, like, that's the case. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, it is really crazy. Uh, like, I, I always wonder, like, how these things evolved to even come to be. Yeah. You know, like, cocaine. Because it's, like, it's all naturally grown stuff. Hmm. But I mean, I guess, like, if you think about, like, marijuana, like, the bud has seeds in it, so maybe it was, like, hey, let's, like, maybe it was just a random, it was just a random evolution, and it was getting animals high, and they like to eat it, and they like to go poop out the seeds other places. Yeah, and, like, the, these plants, like, that's, that's how they, um, that's how they survive, right? Like, plants aren't able to be mobile. So, like, fruit, for example, like, that is what the, the, the plant does to get us to interact with it so it can spread its uh, lineage, right? right? And so like, and so it just happens to be that like cannabis specifically is a plant that helps um, bind to, to, to mammalian receptor sites that maintain balance. And so like, so like when you're going through the forest, if, if you're like more in a balanced state, like ingesting some of this stuff, like it was probably beneficial. And like you continue to consume it because it felt good. And then, yeah, you'd spread your seed down. Like, you, you, you'd pass down the line of, of that plant. And we'd like, it's weird to think that, like, 
that plants have influenced our biology and our lineage, like just as much as we influence theirs. Right. So like these plants and our, we, we coexist. And so if like if fruit trees didn't produce fruit, we would never interact with them. And so like, in a sense, like the plants are guiding our biology just as much as we're interacting with that. And so it's like all like this one big symbiotic, uh, interaction and it's weird like because we, we we normally think that because we're conscious in the way that we're conscious that we we affect everything that nothing nothing fucking happens to us that we're we're the we're the all we're like the 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 highest authority that, that dictates whatever goes on but it's yeah. like what well, like no like well, there's there's something like do you eat grass like, do you eat fruit like that's that's not your like high authority it's like that plant enticed you to eat it if it wasn't enticing like you wouldn't be eating it right that's true man it's if weird you- and if it didn't have like sugar, you know, yeah, which is really it's freak sugar's freaking good. Yes, and so people are going to be drawn to it. And I think that's another thing. Taste is a really important or a really interesting topic um, because it's like when when you taste things, it's like there's nothing about sugar. Like when you look at the molecule, there's nothing that you look at it and think that looks sweet. Yeah, you know, it's just a molecule, but it binds certain receptors, which you know go trigger a thought in your brain that this tastes sweet and the taste sweet is probably subjective to people as well like when i think of something sweet you probably thinks like you probably have a different um like thought of what sweet is yeah right like it's all subjective yeah it's like yeah it kind of like colors dude like i can look at the color red and you might see the color orange or you might see the color brown yeah we both agree that that is red. It's a reflection of the pigment, but like even just like the feeling too, like like the feeling of green to someone versus like the feeling of green to you. Like if you like looking at the color green, like that might give you a different like physical and mental response to the same color, but we can both agree that it's that. Yeah. But like it, it is so interesting that we forget that like every everything is so subjective to our interpretation, like the, the environment that we were raised in and like how that, 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 that one thing you can look at it from so many different angles, but we forget that like, we're just looking at it through our fixed lens of like how we view the world, you know? And so un- un- unless you really try to try to put yourself outside of your headspace and try to actually like listen to, to what, what, what's going on in other people's reality tunnel, it's really easy to get caught into traps of like, I think this way, so everyone thinks this way, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. It really is easy to think that way. And I think that's why we have so much division yeah. among societies. Like, I think people just all think, well, I think this way and this is the right way and everyone else who thinks the other way is Satan. You yeah. Know, kind of I, thing. I think, I think a lot of that has to deal with uh, personal um, insecurity in a sense of, of it's so hard to know what you like already because like it, everything is unknown until you make it known. Right. And so you're like, I think about this way, this thing specifically in this manner. And then that makes you feel safe psychologically speaking because like it's known. Right, because if it's unknown, then that's scary. There's like a lot. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it, and you need to figure out. You have to make the unknown known. Like we're constantly trying to solve puzzles. Like we're we're literally biological fucking computers. Yeah. And we're constantly trying to solve puzzles. And so I think what it is is I think that if people were able to embrace vulnerability, they might be more willing to engage in conversations with other people because they know that their ideas are just ideas and they're not part of their identity. And so I think people identify with their ideas so hardcore that if they're challenged, that's scary to them because their ideas are their semblance of identity. But like when you start to realize that your ideas are just thoughts, that they're just fucking noise, just like like birds chirping outside your window, cars passing by, like it's just a happening. 
And like you, the, you have the free will to choose what thoughts you agree with and what thoughts you don't. And most people don't understand that like the thoughts going on inside of your head, they're not you. They're just happenings. And so like you have to willingly agree to the thoughts that you want to agree with. And that's, that's when you start to, to function out of a value framework. And so most people don't know how to create value because it's a challenging thing. And most people are, are in complete uh, survival mode most of the time. Like we can't pay our fucking bills. Like we're, we're living month to month. Like it's hard to have social interactions. Like everyone's so scared and like you're just in a reactionary state. You're trying to like not have life be just like utter chaos. And so it's hard to like maintain something that's like a higher of a higher framework because you really have to work towards that, right? And yeah. so like it's crazy, man. Like so when, once you start to, to separate yourself from your ideas when you're like I have all these thoughts in my head but only, only, mo like, only some of them I agree to that's actually part of my personality. The rest are just happenings that I have to like check myself, right? Like when your ego comes out, like you, like those are thoughts that you have and like you can agree with them in certain moments and it doesn't serve you in your best interest. And so like you have to understand that like most of the thoughts in your head are coming from your biological signals of, of like needing to survive. Like, so like we, we didn't, we didn't evolve from creatures that were just like super happy, like very cooperative. We, we did in a sense, but like the, the negative prior negative processing in the brain has higher function because it keeps us alive. Like if we weren't concerned about animals that were going to eat us in the forests, like we wouldn't be here. And so we, we still have all of these signals saying that we're unsafe or that we need to fight or that we need to like defend ourselves, but it doesn't necessarily, and if you act on those signals, if you, if you act on the signals, it doesn't serve in your best interest, like in your day to day, right? Yeah, like, it really doesn't. <laughs> no, no, no. I've, I've learned very well. It does not. <laughs> no. dude, I need to stop agreeing with those <laughs> thoughts. And you know, it's hard is, you know, like sometimes even having the thoughts in general is like, am I agreeing with it by just having the thought? Right. Like, I'm like, shoot, I just thought of something that I'm not happy about. Like some, did that appear or was that? driven by I don't know like dude yeah it's, a, it's something and that's when you start to agree with it right like as soon as you have the thought you agree with it immediately like well I'm having this thought so it must be my identity yeah and then you it's, it's so hard to, to separate that being like I'm having this thought and it's not a part of my identity like yeah like even though it's happening to me it's not it's it's not what's real like it's just a signal yeah and then it sucks dude it's just it sucks having those thoughts at all like thoughts that you just don't disagree with yeah and then you don't yeah. It, it's unfortunate because like we, we, I, I think we personally identify with those thoughts. Like if I didn't, if I didn't have like this thought happened to be in my head. So that must mean that like, this is who I am and I don't want to be this person. Yeah. Like I feel shame. I want to be somewhere else. And so like the mere, the mere fact that this thought popped into my head, now I need to judge myself. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because like, if I don't judge myself, then how am I going to correct that behavior? Right. But like, it's, it's so hard to, to kind of separate these things and be like, we can at any moment choose to like live in, in a completely chaotic hellish state, or we can choose to live in like an ordered, um, like heavenly state in a sense. Like, so I, I think the mere fact that, that you, we can check ourselves is what makes us like, um, I don't know the correct word I'm looking for. Um, Jordan Peterson talks about this. He's like, if you, have like we all have the the, the the capacity to be just horrific people like all of us like at any moment we can be just horrid yeah like and we check ourselves and that's what makes us like noble i don't know if noble is the correct word but like people that like don't know how to cause harm 
or people that 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 willingly choose not to cause harm are like people that are um, held at a higher state of value. I, I, I'm not even, I'm not describing this in, in the manner that I would like to, but I guess what I'm saying is like, if you don't know how to hurt people, like you're not, you're not doing anything noble by not hurting people, right? Yeah. It's more noble to be able to, to have the full awareness of like, I could fucking be a terrible person to you and I'm not going to do that because I choose not to. You know, because like that's that's free will at play. Like at any moment, we could just be awful to people, but we choose not to do that. Whereas like if you didn't even have the capability to do it, then you're not doing anything noble. You're just existing. Right. And so like, yeah, it's 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 through that act of having multiple decisions and choosing to do what's right over linear time is is what makes it so great. And that's like the ability to just disagree with the thought immediately. Yeah. And I kind of wonder as well, like when you have dreams, like when you dream, those are thoughts just coming into your head. They're random thoughts. I actually did a little bit of research and watched some YouTube videos. Um, this is where I talk about my hero uh, of the week, and that would be Vsauce, uh, Michael Stevens. He's a freaking awesome dude. Uh, he's got lots of memes made out of him because he's just that awesome, dude. Anyways, um, so he runs a YouTube channel, and one of these videos he was talking about, he's talking about dreams, and um, what he would dream about is he would, or not what he dreamed about, what he would, how he described dreams is like, it's like when you go to sleep, the theory goes that your mind is putting away memories or sorting memories. And while you're in REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement sleep, your subconscious can interact with that part of your brain sorting memories. Yeah. So that's why you'll see random things and maybe you'll see things from like, way in the past or that day you know like yeah because you're sorting memories inside your brain and you know and then you kind of wonder like when you give the dream meaning is that a, do you have to agree or disagree with it mm. you know and, and why why do we think that in that chemical state in the brain that the thoughts and ideas that you have are are to be taken less seriously than when we're in this subjective linear time you know what i'm saying yeah like why why do we why do we think that this this the, the like why is this more real than in our dream state like why do we give this way more meaning like this is just this is kind of a dream in a sense it's like it's a linear dream yeah like it, it's it's weird but like yeah and like dreams dreams in the dream state are not linear at all they're random oh no, they're random they're random it's, it's crazy just like i don't even know how you can chemically sort dreams, but I just imagine a bunch of little robots putting things in filing cabinets, you yeah. know, kind of like, uh, in the movie, um, soul, you know, the, there's like a okay. the guy who's going through all the filing cabinets trying to find the soul and he's like going through them all. Yeah. I imagine that you know, <laughs> they're sorting dreams, you know, yeah. it's just like columns and columns and <laughs> columns of just memories, dude. And memory is a really scary thing. I hear from my psychology professor in 1010, he said that average person forgets things after 30 years yeah like after What's... 30 years of something happening it also depends on how important it is to your survival but like everything disappears after 30 years gotcha that makes total sense which in a way that makes us we're, we can never be 60 years old 70 years old we're only ever 30 years old Gotcha. We only ever have 30 years of experience, right? That we're taking around with us. Yeah. Interesting. But then that leaves you to wonder. It's like, well, how do you forget that time when you were a kid? 
when yeah. you're with your family, with your parents? Like, how do you forget moments as a child? Maybe you can... Maybe it's not that we forget. Maybe it's that it's just stored in the, in the recess of our mind because it's not important in our day-to-day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hope that's the case because I don't want to forget yeah. anything, dude. <laughs> it's really scary to think about forgetting things. This is the thing, though, too. Is like I think it's because we're, we're so uncomfortable with the idea of our own mortality. However, like we're constantly dying and being reborn, just existing. Like if I were to if I were to mention something, a thought, right? Like say say that there was like some profound like thought that I had, and that you internalize that thought, and you're like, whatever whatever that thought is, I agree with that thought, and now that thought is a part of my identity. So now the old version of yourself is dead. The version of yourself that did not have that thought incorporated into his reality tunnel is dead. That painting's gone. Now there's a new painting. You're reborn with this idea that you identify with, right? Yeah. Like, and so like, we're constantly being born in like, in, in like, we're, we're constantly being reborn in dying, like slowly. Like when, when, when you um, <clears throat> have the thought of like needing to want to check your ego, that thought of the painting that's completely reactive is dead. Now there's a new painting with a different agenda. Like, and so like, just, just the, the mere fact of interacting with humans, we're, we're constantly learning. And when you learn and incorporate new skills into your life, that the old version of you that didn't do that is gone. Like that painting is no longer existing. You're a new painting. Yeah. And dude, that actually brings up an interesting point. You're physically not the same Sam as you were yeah. at a certain point. Like yeah. You, and then that kind of, it's like- We're walking through a soup of electrons and shit, right? And we like temporarily form like who we are. But like, isn't it, isn't it like if you like view like our, our like, every um on the quantum level we're not the same as we were like 10 years ago like we're completely different right i think i think so i mean i think from a i don't know anything about quantum physics i know just like the bare minimum of quantum physics and like what it's what starts the study of it but i could tell you about like chemistry okay and like your molecules are constantly being degraded and replaced yeah. by other molecules like your dna is constantly being replicated and the DNA in your other cells just gets degraded and repurposed. Ah, yeah. And you're, I think, I mean, I wonder if about your, because your muscle cells and your neurons don't divide. Okay. But I think the chemicals and, like, the molecules within them get re, like, are constantly being remade and reused. Yeah. Because, like, think about when you build muscle, you can also lose muscle. Yeah. You can lose muscle mass. I, and, like, brain that's i mean neurons is the one where i'm kind of curious about if those really are i don't know all the chemistry behind it but i think it is i think the molecules even in your neurons are being replaced and like yeah they kind of have to be right like if you're if you're making a new conditioned response your 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 chemicals your neuronic chemicals like have to make a different connection right yeah so like maybe well, that I would, I would assume it would change the the structure of how that functions yeah i think i think so definitely and i think while you may be using different potassium ions or different, you may be using the same ions on the periodic table. They're different particles. Yeah. You know, right? Well, I can't. I don't. I can't think particles are different atoms. Okay. The different atoms that you're, you know, that are used to fuel. Basically, like every time that there's a action potential, it's just the influx of potassium ions and the and sodium ions are like and potassium goes in sodium goes out something like that okay like, i've forgotten it holy cow i used huh. to know it like you were just mentioning retention right like your, your brain we 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 we, we stop we'll, we'll we'll get rid of information that's not necessary in our day-to-day 
That's really what it is. True. It's so, like that's why like I forgot every fucking thing I basically learned from high school. I don't know how to do algebra. It's because it's not it's not necessary for me to function in this state right now. Yeah. Like our brains evolve and adapt to hold on to pieces of information that's that's functional for our survival. And that's that's really what it is. And if it's not functional for our survival, we don't need to remember it necessarily. Because it's not it's not important. It's not it's not of highest importance. Yeah. You're right, man. And I think you remember little bits and pieces of it. You remember like little parts and then if you if it does ever become important to your day to day, you can piece it back together relatively yeah. smoothly. And I think that's kind of like how – so if you were to have a rat do a maze when he was very, very young and then you put him in a state of stress and you put him in that same maze, even if he hasn't seen the maze for like a long time, I, I'm pretty sure the rat knows how to go through that maze. Yeah. Even though, even though it's not like consciously remembered under states of stress, like your body can like – become the mind right and like and, and move you f through things and so maybe all the experience that we've had maybe that is stored somewhere that's functional right because like maybe it's important for us to, to have like some sort of uh backlog of information to progress through linear time so that like it's kind of like observing history right we need to know where we came from so we know not to repeat the same mistakes and so like maybe that's what it is it's like it's kind of like our fail safe to uh to, to not go through the same experience that was negative i don't know I do see that as a big um, dude. You brought up uh, being under um, times of extreme stress. I thought of the movie Saw. Yeah, and it's like kind of an interesting psychological thing because it's like, yeah, that was all completely fiction, but it kind of brought to light a realness to the fact that if you were to put people in those really fucked up situations, how they would act and kind of like how much does someone want to live yeah and dude i don't know i just think of and that kind of like reminds me of like the rats like what if the rats were going through some sort of saw maze or like they yeah. had it in their head they were probably know. just as real if we're looking at like the the reset like the chemical interactions in a rat versus in a human very similar mental states right like and so like that, that's the thing is like we we forget that that our limbic system, like this fight or flight, these signals that we have, like this, this scary feeling of like needing to run or to, to attack something is something that like all, most creatures share with us. Rats, lobsters, fucking like, every, like most animals have a fight or fight response. It's how, they, it's how they go about existing. However, they don't take that fight or fight response energy with them all the time through their like higher cognitive thinking. So for example, like zebras, if they're not currently being hunted by a lion, they're okay being in the same watering hole as the lion. They don't have like this thought of like, oh, that lion's gonna fucking get me. Like they only have that that thought when the lion is 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 currently attacking them. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't they don't walk around being like that lion fucking tried to get me yesterday. Like like animals are extremely present in the moment and they use that limbic signal of flight or fight to to keep themselves safe in in. in in situations of extreme stress. And it's just like works on autopilot. Yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, do they, have they like, do they actually drink in the same watering hole as lions? I think so. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm not a zoologist. I don't know exactly. But like the, the idea is, is that like, if there were lions over there and we're zebras, right? Lions are over there just chilling. We're not, we're not here sitting as zebras being like, yo, what the fuck are those lions doing right now, bro? Like, 
if, if they're not showing outward signs of aggression, we don't think those thoughts because like animals are extremely present in the moment. Yeah. Like they, they like, that's how they exist. Cause they, 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 like the fact that we're talking about those lions do like what are those lions thinking? That's a fictitious concept. It does, it's not existing in reality. Right. So like, so like that is what's something that's very unique to our uh, homo sapien brains is, is the belief in fiction. The idea that we can even talk about lions like with lions not being in this physical space in this room, that is unique to our species. Yeah. Like no one, no other animal can can picture fiction like that. Isn't that they, they kind of touch on that in like those George Orwell books and like the um, with Brave New World? I think I can't remember, but I remember reading and they like talked about animals that they had never seen before, but they and I think even in that like The Giver. Okay. Like. I don't I can't name a specific book but I think they talk about it's like they show a human side where they haven't even seen like a picture of it they haven't seen well, even in the giver they haven't seen like they're, they're, they're all, all their memories are wiped basically okay and they're just completely controlled and told like they're basically living under a society where they can't feel pain and they're so like Like, they're just so controlled by society in, like, such a harmful way, but they don't know it's harmful because that's all they know in this yeah. reality. Yeah. And then there's, like, The Giver. You read the book, right? Um, no. Okay. So, it's really interesting. Um, you should read that book. It's a really great book. Uh, but there's, like... I think I had to read it in, like, elementary school, but it's something I didn't retain. And it's something I didn't know of, like, the value and importance of it. And I've, re I've like, watched the movie... But I, I don't understand like the full theme and plot, so it would be nice to revisit it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you definitely should. I think it's a, I think it's just a great book. It's just a great view on society and how things could be, and like what life would be like in that world because you wouldn't know any different. Yeah, and like he even, so he he <clears throat> is the giver. Like I think that's his job assignment because they have one person in the society which is does he just like, his, feel all the emotions and shit? Feels like, all the emotions, holds all the memories. Gotcha. Of, everything yeah and he uh, gets to see uh, they don't even have, they don't even have color dude they see yeah they see black yeah and white. yeah like dude isn't that so funny like i really think this is a kind of a reflection of something that's even more like deeper deeply internal of like um blah, 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 blah. like becoming awake be becoming woke right like when when you're in a completely reactive state in reality, when you're just reacting to your environment, everything is in black and white. Yeah. Like it's either good or it's bad. It's not in between. You can't, you can't separate yourself from being like, yo, Peyton, you're being a dick today, but like <laughs> maybe it's because you're not getting sleep and maybe there's, there's a lot of other factors going on in your reality that, 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 that this made this interaction this way. Right. And so like, so that's like, if you were, if you were to be just completely reactive, you'd be like, Peyton's being a dick. Like I'm a victim. Like you, you, you shouldn't do that. Like, this situation was bad all around. But and that's black and white. Yeah, that, that's not how reality works. Reality, reality functions in a in a in in a gray area. And so it's interesting in that book that they're talking about everything is gray, right? Everything is black or white, and gray is the mixture of the two of those colors. And so when you open your eyes, like when you become awake, when you when you start to realize that not everything is just happening to you, that you actually have some semblance, like you can see where other people are coming from. The world opens up to you. Yeah, and like and then you and then you get it, you you get it feel and experience. Like, the full contrast and complexity of life in all of it. Whereas, like, before you were just taking good things. You were, like, you were, be like, I'm going to remember, I'm going to embrace the good things, forget the bad things. Like, but when, when you actually exist in the real world, 
you understand that everything has to have contrast. And like you, you get to be able to experience all of it. And it's like somber, like good and bad. Like you take it all as is and it makes the whole experience like just so much more in depth and beautiful. And like, yeah. it's, it's, I like that, that the, the giver is kind of a, a reflection of, of like being awoke consciously, like in, in some sense, it like is what I get from it. Yeah. And there, you can, you can be woke and then you can go back to sleep. Yeah, you can go <laughs> right back to sleep, dude. <laughs> if you choose to. If you choose to. Yeah. Sometimes you just do it subconsciously. You do, and because that's the default, right? Yeah. Like and so, like, like it's an active. So, like, life is indistinguishable from maintenance. And so, if you're not actively trying to maintain these certain habits and, and behaviors, like, you will default because, like, that's what we do to keep safe. Like, right? Like, all we need to do in this world is 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 literally know how to fight or fight. Like, that's what keeps us alive. So, like, it's it's highest processing function. Like that's why when you're stressed, your brain directs blood flow from your prefrontal cortex to your amygdala. So you can just fight or fight because it doesn't matter. Like, like if you're stressed, like that's what's of highest importance is to get yourself out of that stress state. And so like, it doesn't like in that state, if you're, if you're not being able to check yourself and be like, whoa, I'm pretty aroused right now. Like this will just automatically take over everything yep. all the time. And it, it, it happens really quick too. So quick. It happens so quick. It's like, you know, like you were saying about black and white earlier, it's like you start to perceive, like when I don't get any sleep, I start to perceive literally anything as a threat. Yeah. And like I default to <laughs> my freaking self being like, oh, I'm someone, he's coming after me. Yes. To, to whether he, no matter how his, like how someone's, um, presents themselves in the beginning, when I have no sleep, just like certain little triggers yeah. take me to that state where I'm like, I'm getting, I'm under some sort of threat psychologically, yeah. mentally, I'm under some mental threat. You need to protect yourself. And I need to protect myself. And lately the way of protecting myself has been an egotistic asshole. Yeah. And, and it's, just, it's a defense mechanism. It's a defense mechanism. And I think I get that defense mechanism because I've been scammed so many times. My yeah. Life, dude. It's because you need to keep yourself safe. That's really what it is. Like you're you're feeling very vulnerable, and when you're when you're when you're sleep deprived, like you're not you're not fun, you're not functioning optimally. And so like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Like you need to have certain you need to feel safe before you're like let's change the world. You know what I mean? Like yeah, let's like, be nice to everyone. Like you need to you need to have like some semblance of structure to have that higher cognitive thinking. And it's like the next time some guy comes up to me saying, "Ah, oh, fuck, this is my problem in my life." And I need it fixed, and I'll give you this for it. Say fuck off, dude. <laughs> figure I don't your know. own shit out. I don't know. Yeah, figure your own shit out. Go call your family. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not your family. I'm not your blood. Like, <laughs> why do I have to give a shit? Why do I have to give more shits about people that are uh, not of my blood or not of my tribe than people of my own fucking tribe? Dude. Yeah. Well, it's because like we we're, we're people pleasers in, in, in a lot of ways, and and we're social creatures, and we and we do care about people generally. We do, and like that's the only reason you give people strangers the time of day is because like they're they're like we do genuinely care. Like I, I think most humans do. It, when it becomes problematic though, is when you stop self regulating yourself to help someone else out. That's when that's when things become problematic. Like. If you're in a plane, you're supposed to put your oxygen mask on first before you assist other people. And yeah. so the, the problem is, is most people don't have their oxygen mask on and people are demanding them to help them put their oxygen mask on, right? And like, we can't extend that energy until we've helped ourselves. And like, so it's something that's really important to remember is like, 
the best way to help anyone is to is to to be able to help yourself to be able to be self-regulating to the point where when opportunities do arise that you can help someone you're in that mental state prepared enough to help that person because if you're half-assing it you're not doing anyone any favors you're not doing the person favors that you're trying to help you're not doing yourself any favors like and it's hard because like you care initially but like there has to be some sort of like am i being taken care of and i don't think it's i think it's the best selfish thing we could possibly be doing because if you don't know how to regulate yourself you're not gonna you're not gonna provide an environment to be thoughtful and think about that other person like because you're you're caught up in your own eroticism yeah it's kind of like what jordan peterson says he's like is your room clean yeah have you cleaned your fucking room <laughs> hell no i have yeah. i got freaking stacks of shit all over man it's, and it's interesting so too. cluttered <laughs> i need to clean i need to clean off my freaking desk man yeah i'm so sick it's making me it makes me angry to step over all this stuff to get into my bed and like yeah i just feel like such a hoarder i feel like all these people <laughs> i've watched on tv and you know made fun of with my mom yeah about look at them they're hoarders like oh, how do they have all this stuff what the f like we're no we're all neurotic because we can talk about people that we have no we've never had an interaction with you know and this is the thing right it's like everything's a wave everything's a, there's like there's opposites and so like hoarder like a, someone that's like ocd to hoarder those are just two ends of the same pole and like we we fall somewhere in the middle and so we we do have traits of like being like this is uncomfortable being hoarder like we see the hoarders and we're like oh i know i don't want to be that for sure yeah but like like you still function within that same realm of like being dirty and clean at yeah. the same time it was, it's just like different extremes and what's funny is how hoarders are usually ocd yeah <laughs> Isn't that funny? Dude? It is, man. <laughs> it's like people who are like, I need my shit this way. It has to be this way. But you go into their environment and they don't give a shit about how things are because it's their own environment. Right. That's how I am, dude. When I'm, like, when I'm at work or when I'm not in my environment and things are not the way that I want them to be, it gives me anxiety. Yeah. I'm like, I get really angry and I start, you know, getting in my head and... I, you know, start thinking a lot of thoughts and start agreeing with them. Yeah. And it starts just, you know, ramping me up to be an angry, neurotic yeah. person. <laughs> it's, it's nice to have that comfortability of, like, having, having balance, having order in your life. And, like, what's really funny, too, is, like, have you noticed, like, when you, when you, when you stop self-regulating yourself or when, you, when you're having, like, cluttered mental space, like, the, the, your, your environment just reflects that. It's just an external reflection of your current mental state. And so, like, be wary of people that, like, treat their cars like trash cans <laughs> because their mental state is being reflected externally right yeah. like like it's so so just like so there, there's a difference between being cluttery and being dirty like you're dirty dirty like your mental state maybe maybe you need to work on some things right like, yeah <laughs> and so like i definitely like if i see like my room's a little dirty but like whenever i see the dirt there i'm instantly in there with a vacuum like yeah. Usually it's just hair on the ground or it's dust. And gotcha, I'm, yeah. I'm cleaning that stuff off. But I think it's just clutter. I think yeah. I just, my life's just like messy. Mental clutter. Yeah, I have yeah. a bunch of stuff everywhere. And I'm too, like, I just can't find myself to get the time to just declutter it. And it's like, if I just get myself in the groove of decluttering, it probably will take me an hour or two hours. Yeah. Which is not that long. No. Right? But it can be, it can feel overwhelming when you're not in a, in a good mental state though, right? That's true. You're that's just like, true. I have no energy to do this right now. But it puts me in a negative mental state to see it. It does, right? So it's, it's like, it's like the self-licking ice cream cone of like, shit. Yeah, it sucks, man. It sucks seeing. And, oh, fuck. Whatever, 
It's it's it is what it is, and I'm gonna get after it. I'm gonna get clean my room so that it's just not cluttered, man. And then maybe I'll feel like my life isn't so cluttered, and maybe my relationships will be stronger and better, and I won't feel like, you know, I won't feel like I'm a two-faced asshole. Dude. <laughs> I feel like I'm just I'm always a nice person, and I'm always a caring person, and I'm yeah. not a person who's just like you know wants to be better than everyone else and wants to think that I'm never a problem you know yeah. I want to think that I'm always the one that's you know being attacked I'm always the one who's the victim which yeah. is such a bad mindset to have it's an easy mindset to fall into because we just do it to keep ourselves safe right like it's, it's literally the only reason and so like when once you start to just like embrace the vulnerable feelings then like the the, the anger and like the needing to defend yourself stop stops being so important because i think anytime you're angry or, or the feel of the need to defend yourself you're just doing that because you're in a vulnerable state and like we can't be vulnerable in a world where things want to eat us right and, like, things did want to eat us. And so we still have all the same signals of being like, yo, shit wants to eat us, bro. Like, yeah, we can't be vulnerable. Shit still wants to eat us, man. <laughs> so it's a reflection of your intelligence is what it is. It's hard not to judge yourself. But the, the mere fact of, 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 of knowing that you're trying. And just, just from one person to the other, I've seen that you've been trying. And that's, that's honestly of highest value, of highest importance. Because you're not going to always, like, present yourself to the world in the manner that you would most like. And that's, that's okay. Cause like you need to have contrast to check yourself. But the biggest thing is like of, of, of mentally trying, like not, not being the person where everyone's like, oh, this person like um, is great all around. He, he never seems to have these issues, but like, like being a human is being able to make those mistakes and then trying to actively work towards maintaining balance throughout those states. And you do actively try to maintain balance. Like, especially like in states of, you, you, you try to maintain balance even if you are overwhelmed or n not being like uh, – just the mere fact that you're checking yourself when you know that you're sleep deprived is of highest value. And so like you are already where you need to be. You just not might be presenting yourself in the way that you most want. And so like just, just the mere fact of judging your success based off showing up and trying is, is, is the only thing that you can actually be held accountable for, right? Like because if you didn't try at all, then, then like then, – then you shouldn't like – you're not playing the game like yeah. at all but like if you're trying like you're in it you're in the game and like that's something that you can value because like the mere fact that like you you had uh in something where you're like oh my ego got the best of me and now i'm checking myself like that is what is most valuable like that's what's most valuable and you're acting on that and that's that's what's so important and so like just don't don't think that you're not where you need to be because you the like you sometimes slip up because like everything is about trying and when you can judge your success based off that you tend to value what you're doing rather than devalue because you could say you could say well i i did this like i'm bad like that's immediately devaluing your actions in in, in all entirety like you're, you're just devaluing yourself as a person you start to criticize yourself right so like in that state in that mental state you're, you're looking at the situation and you're, and you're labeling it all around as something that's negative. Where, as if you're like, I slipped up, I need to check myself, and that's okay that I slipped up because like, I'm only human and I'm going to continue to try to be better. Then you're labeling that whole overarching experience as something that's good, something that's more valuable. And like, it's, it's two different psychological approaches, but it does make a difference Dude, because right. you can't value and devalue at the same time. I mean, this is something that I, like, this is the way I view my, this semester I just took, dude. I did really bad. Like, 
this is like the first freaking failure of my life as an adult where I I did not perform at all to the standards that I've been performing yeah. these past three years in college, dude. And like, it really sucks. And seeing that I have done so bad in these classes, which are really important classes, it makes me want to just be like, man, I wish I never took this semester. I wish I had just, you know, gone and... I, I want to just because I have to retake classes. Yeah, I, I definitely have to. Yes, yeah. I did just so poorly in them. But I also took it as a moment where I, I looked at it differently because I still continue to show up to the plate. I still continue to try my hardest. I at for like around the middle of the semester, I like had completely given up on certain things. I had just like stopped caring and just been like, you know, these are other things that are making me happy. And I'd rather just put focus into that so i did was still trying to be a good person yeah but i mean i be, trying to be a good person and i'm still freaking told i'm a bad person yeah right? and well then, and it's because like other people have certain expectations about how you should go about interacting with your world however everyone's different everyone's at different mental states and like what you did what you're currently doing is extremely valuable in your life like the mere fact that you've, you've been focusing energy on like creating music, being present in the moment, like fuck bro. Like most people don't ever give themselves that opportunity in their lifetime because other people's expectations are what holds higher priority in their reality tunnel rather than just being connected to the present moment. And like playing and doing great at a job are just as equally as important, they're just different. And it's so valuable too to like have some creative process in your life, to have critical thought. You're one viewer. You're still here. Uh, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who you are, but I'm happy you're watching, and it makes me happy that you're here and you stuck here for all this time. But my message to you, man, is, or woman, or I don't know whatever you identify as. We were in 2021, man. You don't know. 2021. You don't know. You're man. loved, man. You, you are loved. You are loved, man, woman, whatever. You know that's the most. That's the most important thing. I got sucked into thinking about identities. Who cares about identities? You're loved. That's all that matters. Yeah, fucking real. For real. That's all that should matter. And yeah, we, we could talk more about identities in a little bit. But <laughs> think critically. Get creative. Find anything that makes that you feel like you have a creative nick towards. You don't even have to have a nick towards it. If you just if there's anything you want to do that you feel like, oh I'm not creative, I'm not this enough, I'm not I can't I'm not artistic enough, I can't draw, I can't paint because I'm just not good enough at it. You are. You are good enough at it. You're human. You have all the tools available in your body to be good at whatever you want to be. So get after it, man. Anything that you use to connect yourself to the present moment is extremely meaningful and try to pursue that as much as you can. It's so, so important. It really is. It's so important for your mental state. It's crazy. And, uh, well, yeah. Uh, speaking of identity, we're going to get political Andy here. Uh, there was one interesting thing I saw in the news this week. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner running for office in California. Did you see this? No. Caitlyn Jenner wants to, and she's running as a Republican. Okay. And here's the interesting thing about it. Since she's running as a Republican, guess what you don't see on the left? Or even on the right, for that matter. You don't see in the media anywhere. The first transgender woman to be governor. You don't see that anywhere, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Hold on, she win? No, she hasn't won, but oh. you don't see anyone, like, promoting Yeah. It. And like, dude, what a, what a good platform for Caitlyn Jenner to do it too, because like she is trans and like she has been held up in the in the minds of like the left community of being like that's a, a powerful woman. 
Like this is amazing. And so like it's it, like good for her for running as a Republican because they like they can't come down on her being like you're a white privileged male. Yeah. Right? Cuz like real. she's transgender, right? She's, like yeah. <laughs> So like and they, good good for her. But what they will running. say is they'll be like, "Oh, well, she doesn't represent the trans community." And there's someone who's not trans saying this and it's yeah. like how fucking sexist is that? You know, seems weird, man. It's so it's so backwards to see this kind of shit playing out and being like, wait, who are the real sexists and the racists the whole time? Yeah, right. The ones who are trying to say, it's if you don't align with their agenda, then they get to say you don't align with this group. If you're if you're Tim Scott Republican, you're you're African American. Well, you're they'll start calling you Uncle Tim because. You don't well. You come out and saying saying stuff against Biden. He's speaking facts with what he's doing. He 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 came out strong and had a strong speech. But they start calling him Uncle Tim and saying, "Oh, because he doesn't align with the he doesn't align with the African American community." So we gotta yeah. put him <laughs> in another. We gotta put him in another bucket, dude. I think it's thing. so embarrassing for our society and our species to not be able to listen to the other side. And to be able to be and, and to be able to know why your idea is good and fight for it, like we're yeah. we're literally giving people like it's like oh you don't align with our agenda like everything we say like you're an idiot and like we're we're just gonna dismiss all conversation like that's so black and white thinking it's retarded like it's so ridiculous like yeah. what we need to see is people on opposite ends communicating and trying to find trying to find uh what the the, the fine line of cooperation in that and so like it like that's what we should be seeing is a reflection of like. How how good are you at like being able to, to cooperate with people that you don't necessarily agree with all the time? Yeah. Like that's what should be like that's what we should shed light on because that's that's higher cognitive thinking of viewing problems, being able to come to a consensus, and the mere fact that people don't even talk to the other side is a reflection. It's a fucking embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing that people don't do that. Like I love like uh like um like people like Andrew Yang, like he went on the Ben Shapiro show and, and, and they openly discussed ideas in a cordial manner. Universal like basic income. Universal basic income to someone that's, that's like staunch Republican, <laughs> yeah. staunch conservative. And, and like, and, and they were able to have a, a genuine like conversation and it was fucking amazing. It was so cool to see multiple different viewpoints, to have those viewpoints challenged and then, and then to be able to like come to, come to agreements based off of those different viewpoints. Like, that's what we need to see more of in this world. Like, how the fuck are we supposed to go about our day to day and not have assholes rule our life if we can't? If we can't, like, um, come to terms with like them? Like, how, how can we? How can we go through our day where people are rude to us? And how can we like repair the divide? Not even repair the divide, but like, if if all you see is reactionary behavior that, that does not force cooperation at all. How are you supposed to be the cooperative to the people in your environment? You're not. And like we need politicians to be examples of people that 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 can cooperate. That's why we rely upon those type of people because we might not be able to do that in our mental state and we need to rely upon other people that that, that can cooperate. And so like and, it's a joke. And this is why we see people like Caitlyn Jenner running for office and people are always they're all trying to shit on her and be like, "Oh, she's inexperienced." And it's like that's so such a stupid argument. You want Gavin Newsom, the guy who's totally fucked up your state? It like you walk down the streets. I see videos of people walking down the streets and homeless tent after homeless tent, and you know he's telling you guys, oh, social distance, social distance, wear your mask, and then you catch him at cocktail parties with <laughs> all his higher ups yeah. on multiple occasions. Like 
You want this experienced guy or you want this inexperienced woman who actually is running on good values. And if you actually were to hear her out and see what she's fighting for, she wants to get the homeless people off the street. She wants, she's, she made a tweet, I mean, this was, this was a controversial one for people who are about anti-fracking, but she's like, well, we need to continue fracking here in America because it just ends up, fracking continues over in the Middle East and other countries, and we just have to pay an import tax for the oil and everything we get from them already. So now we're just making their, we're just increasing their business. Yeah. And we're, we're it's like, we're still, tell me, do you drive less every day? No. Do yeah. factories produce less every day? No, we use the same amount of oil every day. It's just something we're not seeing in our immediate environment, right? Like, and and so it's 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 something that we can like push aside as being different, or like that exists over there, but we don't do that here. But we're gonna still use all their resources, even though we don't see it. Like, we're not shitting where we eat. Yes, yeah. no, like, it's it's so bad that it causes earthquakes, <laughs> but we're totally okay with them causing earthquakes over in the other country. Yeah, it would okay be nice if we all kind of got on the same page as a planet and be like. Yo, we have a finite amount of resources. Yo, if we continue these practices, it would be bad for all of us over linear time. It, like, let's let's start doing shit that's actually functional. And like, what's what's crazy is like, what the fuck does experience even mean? Just because you've been like, the, this is the thing. Like, time put in is not valuable. Like, time is our most valuable resource. But just because you're with, like, say, say you're with your partner for twenty years. Just because you're with your partner for 20 years doesn't mean you know shit. It doesn't mean that that like time put in is valuable. It doesn't mean you get relationships if you've been in a in a codependent toxic relationship for 20 years. Like a, a good relationship is a meaningful relationship, and you can have a much more meaningful relationship in a short period of time than you can being with some like like time put in doesn't mean dick. Like if shit's not working, it doesn't fucking work. Like and we gotta recognize that like shit doesn't work, and like like experience doesn't mean shit because. It's certain times when we have different issues that we need to deal with. Maybe we need to throw different minds at that issue because maybe different minds would be more functional in that, in that environment. Like, uh, like just again, like Alan Watts was talking about, yeah. like it's sometime, like I was just listening to this little, little thing today and he's like, like the world changes and we need different people to show up to the plate to interact with that new environment. Like, so, so yeah. maybe sometime we need very individ individualistic, strong people. To, yeah. like, to like take advantage of certain situations. Maybe need, at one point in time, we need very cooperative people like taking advantage of certain things, like right? And so like this whole experience shit is ridiculous. Like we need new people coming in with fresh ideas to attack actual issues. And the people that are coming in, they're not attacking actual issues. They're just, they're just fighting for this, for this one specific agenda. And like we, what, we, what we really need is new minds being able to work cooperatively together to tackle issues. True. And like not attack each other. Because like- our ideas about the way we think about things, they don't pertain to, to actually solving problems. And think about this. Think about what's happening in the news a lot with sports, dude, with transgenders and sports. Like, you can be a man, switch to a female, and then you can dominate the female. You can get, I think, like, they don't talk about it. They don't, they don't like... Joe Rogan talks about it. Joe like, Rogan it's talks fucked about up. It. It's like, fucked up that, it, like, you can just go in and dominate the competition as, yeah. as a, now you're a female, yeah. but you were a male, you're still mostly male, you know, like most of your, your physical attributes, your, your physical lean attributes, lean more towards male themed attributes, yeah, and which takes, is totally like, you can still identify and we can all respect that like you 
like like to be identified as a woman. However, that doesn't like we have to look at physical stats, man. Yes. And like we can't we can't subject people to like situations of like just getting their ass beat. Like like you wouldn't you wouldn't put like why are there weight divisions? Yeah. But like it, like why are there weight divisions in, in fighting, right? Yeah. Like for real. And even like Dave Chappelle says he's like he's like he, he's like if LeBron James were to go play in the WNBA, he would score 800 64 points a game yeah. and he's like he's like there's a reason he's like if women men and women were equal there would be no wnba and it's like it's true it's true that guy's speaking facts right there and when we're just talking about physical strengths like for like and, that, and that's the thing man we we, we we very we narrow we narrow the scope of what is valuable and we're like we only judge success based off of that specific thing right like where is like <clears throat> people have different strengths and different weaknesses and you can't hyper focus on one thing and then make that the standard for everyone because everyone brings a unique perspective and experience to like something and like i think that what we do is we hyper focus on certain things and we choose to forget everything that comes along with it so i was listening to this podcast the other day and they were talking about tiger woods right and they're like Tiger Woods, would you would you switch? Would you choose to be Tiger Woods if you knew everything that comes along with being Tiger Woods? You'll be the best golfer in the world, but at the same time, you have to take on like all of that. Like when Tiger Woods was first learning to play golf, is what they were mentioning. He his dad would would like verbally uh, and emotionally he would verbally abuse him, being like. You don't play like this. Like these these white people aren't going to give a shit about you. Da da da. And then like he's had one of the the a publicly failed marriage, and like he's constantly getting picked up by the police, like doing DUIs and all this stuff. Uh, and it's because there's trauma. He's not self. He's not like regulating all around. Like, would you choose to be Tiger Woods if you knew that being Tiger Woods came along with all of that shit? We hyper focus on one thing. We're like Tiger Woods is the best golfer, and like that's the only thing that's important. It's like no, there's 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 a lot of other. There's a lot of other things going on. Like, you can't yeah. just say, you can't just pick one factor and be like, yep, because of this, like, that's, that, that, that makes him extreme, like, that's what I need to be because I'm judging all of the success based off that one thing. Well, you, you could even attribute him to being someone you don't like based on his failed marriage. Right. And the whole SNL skit, this is a, I remember it, they, like, hit him. The wife came and hit him with a golf club. It was, yeah, it was really funny. But, <laughs> and there's like, this, like, I'm go thank God SNL was funny at one point. Yeah, God, <laughs> SNL was funny at one point. Like that was really good. It really lightened the situation. It made it more like I think that was overall good for him. Yeah, and was, South Park. Have you seen that one too? No. I, no. Oh, dude, that's so good for him because it's like okay, he's gonna be made fun of, but it's like everyone's laughing about it, and every it kind of turns it into a lighthearted thing that he's like, okay, he's human. He yes. makes mistakes. Yes, and. You know what? You can't judge him forever based on the mistakes he made. Yeah, because it's not his. It's not his whole identity. Like everyone makes mistakes, and like it's funny that just being playful can really put things into perspective of like what's actually important, right? Like making fun of it makes things not so serious. Because sure, like maybe maybe it was maybe his certain behaviors weren't the the, the best at the time. However, like every single human has been put in a situation where they act on something that wasn't in their best interest at the time. And so like making fun of something 
it, it really reminds us to like not take everything so seriously because like life is weird and life is complex and everyone fucks up and like it's okay and like because we need to still choose to love people even though they make mistakes yeah it's so much better to joke about it than to shun him yeah because like imagine if we just shunned him and then all he had to his name was the greatest golfer yeah like imagine like that's so freaking depressing life to live. Dude. Yeah. To be known for that one thing and then have people just like shun you. Be like, okay, he's a great golfer, but also what he did in the past. And we're just going to talk. You're just going to talk shit. Yeah. Instead of make it, it, let's make it not so serious. Why do we have, why do we have to, have, why does it have to be something so serious when we don't know him personally? Yeah. And we do that a lot in politics too, I think. Where we do. We, uh, it's because it's really easy to push an agenda and it's really easy to, to get people to, to just react. And if you present information in a certain way, like we know that our brain directs blood flow from like higher rational thinking to like just being completely reactionary. And we know that people being completely reactionary spend more time on websites. They spend more time on like paying yeah. attention to shit because they're in a hyper aroused state. And so like what we forget is like everything – like. The world has never been safer before now than it ever has been before in history that we could like documented history. The world has never been as good as it has been now. But do we feel that? No, no, because everything in the, in the media is they're all telling us it's not exactly. But it it works. It's just a side. Like that's why we all need to take responsibility for understanding our biological signals. So when we're prevent, we're presented negative information, our brain, we have to know, well, we have a negative biasy in the brain. So we're going to, we're going to focus on this more than we're going to focus on something that's positive. That's why you don't see in the news. Some dude saved five puppies today. That's fucking the shit. What you see in the news is like some bitch in Pleasant Grove put seven babies in Tupperware containers. Yeah. <laughs> that exists. You know, it's I crazy. Just, you know what I just heard? Uh, in Idaho, a sixth six grader brought a gun to school yeah. and shot three people. Insane, right? And she didn't kill anybody, at least from what I saw. It's, it says shot three people, two students, two students in an elementary school. Think about it. Like, holy shit, dude. Why, why wasn't that, like, massively produced news? You know, why? Because nobody was... died. There's no or, or also because it was a child, right? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that's true. No, it's a child. It's, 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 not like, it's not like, yo, a white male is shooting up a bunch of Asians today, you know what I'm saying? Even like, even like uh, it was even like when it was. I, I guess yeah, you're right. If it is a child, then it then it's not going to be blown up. But but why? It, it, it's, it's the same problem, right? It is the same. It problem. It should be the same problem. But you know, but the, it's because the problem they want to say the problem is guns. They don't yeah. want to say the problem is it's children irresponsibility. Right? <laughs> yeah. They don't want to say it's people being irresponsible <laughs> because look at what else has been in the news. There was um, that one kid that. I mean, it was really sad. I saw the police... I saw the body cam footage of um, that... Uh, it was like an 11-year-old getting shot. And then there was the um, other girl who got shot. And that girl was mid-stabbing another girl. And they shot her and killed her. And is really sad. This other kid was walking. He turned around real fast. And, it, and like... The cops immediate, you know, I think that's something that goes back to our, when we have a thought and we agree with it, his immediate thought was to shoot yeah. and kill, which I think that has some underlying issues that we need to deal with. But the kid had been missing for, I think a few days. It's like, where are his parents? And why did they walk around the fence and find, okay, he didn't have the gun on him, but he had the gun around the fence. Yeah. And he... Why is he not taught, you know, 
when you're approached by police officers, like, you have to be very, very careful because of how they're trained to be. Yeah. They're trained to, to survive. To survive. They, they have to. They, they have to be. It's true. It's like, that's part of why he shot and killed him was because he's trained to be a certain way. Because he has to be trained to be that certain way. Because what if he wasn't a kid? What if he was an adult and he turned around that fast and he had a... It doesn't take long to pull out a gun and turn around and shoot somebody. Not at all. So when you're trained to ha- have that certain mindset and have that certain those survival skills yeah. trained to you, it's it's like that's the kind of things that ca- got to be taught to the kids growing up. I can see that. And so why are we also like why are we so hyper focused on the one action out of the multiple actions that that human has in their existence? Like so like so it's 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 not actually the underlying issue of guns or of like people being irresponsible in general. It speaks to a deeper uh, vulnerability of like people being mentally unstable and unsafe. And so they have to exist in an environment where they do certain things to do that. And so like we know when we get angry, it's a masking emotion. When people get violent, it's a masking emotion to, to feel safe, to be vulnerable. And so like why the fuck are we not talking about like what we can do to be mentally stable? What, what, why are we not talking about like the foods that we can consume to be more balanced so we can go throughout life and have better interactions? Like, like it, it's, it's not about the, the officer shooting the person or that person like that, like hurting another person, like the, 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 the criminal, so to speak. It's not even a criminal. It's, it's someone down on their fucking luck, dude. Like, why do people choose to go to criminal activities? People are all people. Like we can't, we can't like say like, oh, it's the criminals or the police or like, and shit like that. Like nothing's black and white. Every, like there's always gray air to everything. And like, we all have like different, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. But what I'm saying, like, why the fuck are we not talking about what happened to this human that forced them to be put in this position? What themes are there at play that we can see over every shooting ever, or like all these criminal activities? What are themes that all of these people fall into categories under like everyone's individual and that like they have like a subjective experience of, of that thing. However, they hit certain themes. Like if, if you don't have a present father and if you're in a poor neighborhood, like it, like there's themes that are at play that may force, not force, but like that, like if you're behaving under certain activity, like maybe there's themes at play that, that help like kind of force that hand. And so like, what can we do to stop themes like negative themes from happening that put people in those situations where they have to interact like that you know what i'm saying like we put people in these little boxes and then we're like like just fucking like feed them shitty food to make them completely reactionary and like all the shit and then when they freak the fuck out then we're like oh shit they're the fucking problem it's like no they're fucking not dude there's so much there's so many other things at play that like we need to take into account before we just like like make things black and white and the and the fact that all we see is black and white is just a reflection and it's embarrassment it's an embarrassment to higher cognitive thinking. We're like literally retarding our society by the way we present information. It's true, dude. And like we need to have good and bad ideas like all the time. Like I want it. I want to hear. I want. I would like to see people have a platform to just to just say super stupid shit and then have people also be like hear the stupid shit and be like, well, this is why these ideas are not functional. Rather than being like, you're a Nazi, bro. I'm fucking better. Yeah. It's like, why are you better? Like, tell me, tell me any reason of your, your thinking. How, how are you better in this state than that person? And then they'll be like, oh, you don't align with our agenda. So you don't align with the group that you are affiliated with. Yeah. You're transgender. Well, 
you you think that transgender you th- you think that the sports and transgender I it's unfair that a transgender can come into a sport and you think it's unfair. But you go look back at Caitlyn's, you know, she used to be Bruce Jenner, an Olympi- an Olympic gold medal athlete. Yeah. Like someone who came from who has ex- ha- actually has experience in sports. Yeah. Is oh, she has no political experience, but she has experience. She has life experience. Everybody yeah. has experience. Yeah. And she has she has plenty of experience in the public light, which I mean, most people don't. Most people don't have that. Like that's something that like politicians and, and like famous people share. Like like having that like presence where people know you. That's a completely different psychological game than like you and I, right? Like when Caitlyn Jenner and politicians go out in the world, they interact with a completely different world than we do. True, they really do. Yeah, and it's like something that you and I we can't comprehend. Can't comprehend because we haven't experienced it. Yeah. But as soon as we do experience it, we'll be might like, be different, right? Yeah, it might be different. We yeah. might be like, oh shit, it's a lot different than I thought it was. It wasn't the dream that <laughs> I had projected yeah. it to be. There's I have a, a question. Uh, if you won't speak to a Nazi, are you a Nazi? Because like Nazis, no. right? We, we we classify Nazis as being like, yo, your one way of thinking is wrong, and like you completely like believe this thing, and like. Because you are so staunch in your ideology, that makes you dangerous. I mean, right? That, that's kind of what Nazis were about, too, wasn't it? They, they were, were just staunch about, in their ideology. They were staunch in their ideology about, you know, what what they believed. They, they believed whatever they believed what was fed to them in Germany. Yes, what was <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, you could see parallels between us and Germany then. Like, yeah, it. They had all this propaganda telling them. Jews are bad people. Yeah. And so you had people going and putting all Jews in a bucket and you know And if you didn't align with that bucket, you were fucking shunned and shamed. Yeah. And if you want it like you would go and like there was this book I read about a Jewish kid wanting to be a boxer and I can't remember what the book was called, but I think he ended up being a pretty good boxer. Uh he'd spar with some like some pretty big guys that I don't I don't know all about it, but he was like bullied in school and they did some pretty horrific things to him. Yeah. And his dad had a business, I think, or someone he knew had a business and they did some pretty horrific things to the business and they would not, people would not go to the business if they knew it was owned by a Jew. Yeah. You would not. And it's like, you kind of see parallels now. It's like, oh, you're a Republican. We're not going to support your business. No matter how helpful it is to the world, you cure cancer, you're Republican. Yeah. We don't. We don't. You're Trump supporter. No. Trump supporter. Like get the fuck out of my get out of my house, dude. I was talking to my fucking cousin, man, and like she's like you, like you're you're a Trump supporter. You need to leave my house, basically. Like 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 they were they were so staunch in that. Like so so this is what I think. I think a Nazi is someone that's just staunch in their ideology, and like that's it. Like if like that is so bad. You can't be idealistic. Life does not function that way. Yeah, that's that's narrowing your views to mean like if you don't fit within this particular box, like everything is fucked. And it's like no one is going to fit into that particular box because everything is so complex. Like you can't do that. You can't be staunch in ideology. You need to be able to compromise. That's the whole thing. Like the Nazis weren't compromising. The Jews were like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's why that's why people hate. Like that's why when you when you think of a Nazi, you're like someone that's unchanged, unchanged different than us right someone that's unchanged like they can't be changed like right like you don't you don't you punch nazis you don't love nazis right like that's that's so fucked up like 
Not to not not that I'm saying like I'm supporting the Nazi ideology, not at all. But what I'm saying is is like you can't like we have to love every single human. Like and, and like I don't know, it's fucking nuts, dude. Like and if we don't extend like if we can't like choose to like love specific things about being human to like in other people, like Hitler was a human. And so like Hitler for all the horrific shit he did there was probably some redeeming qualities of being human and we need to acknowledge that because we can't we can't picture people as being inhuman i mean yeah you kind of have to uh, to picture like what revolution like what made him so angry yeah right because like, how did everybody fuck over germany everybody fucked over germany at the end of world war 1 oh we 1. did it was so fucked dude like they were their economy was absolute shit we blamed everything on germany because they were the ones who shot Fernand, whatever, Hans Fernand, whatever his name is. Yeah, and, and, and like it was it, it was all just a bunch of contracts. Like like uh like um state design contracts that just like forced everyone to go into war. Germany didn't even want to go into fucking war. But we just blamed them. And yeah. so like this is a reflection of something deeper too, right? Like when people are vulnerable, they get angry. Because it's a masking emotion. Germany was fucked financially. They were in a bad place. And so like, so we forced their hand. We, we gave them certain factors and we were like, this is terrible for you. And then, and then we blame them again. And, like, and how by, fucked? By no means, I want to say that justifies what Hitler did. Yeah, not at all. Not at all, no. But there's certain themes that had to come at play for that to even happen. Yeah. And we need to take accountability for that. Yeah, we do. We need to say we shouldn't, you know. The world played a role in that. The world did, and the world played a role in ignoring what was going on, just like we're ignoring what's going on in China. Yeah. The world plays roles in ignoring shit and feeding you shit, whether it's actual food and actual shit that your gut bacteria wants you to... It's very very controversial to say, like, it's mind-controlling you, but it kind of is in a way. What you eat does control what you think. It's fucking so true, man. It's crazy. And, like, this is... we're, 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 We're present, like... The, the way that we've been presented information in the world has all been through black and white. Like when we learned about like Nazi Germany and shit in, in history, like we were, we were, we were learning it from a subjective fixed point of being an American. Right. And so like shit's way different, like shit's so complex and like, it's easier for us to paint the world black and white because then it's known because yeah. it's, it's harder. It's harder for us. It's easy for us to be like, you're a fucking Nazi, bro. I'm never going to listen to anything you have to say. Cause you're this. And like, you're known, like you're just fucking awful. It, but it's 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 a lot harder to be like, well, what happened to you that made this situ- like that made these ideologies present? Like you have to sympathize. Now you're yeah. now you're being the giver, right? You're seeing yeah. the world. It's and, like <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And it's times like these where I, I'm very thankful for the teachers that I had. And you know what? One teacher, I hope he freaking watches this someday when it, and he's like, Mister Equinto. This guy was my history teacher. He was such a great teacher, and he was like, he gave us. Like, that's the only reason I know that Germany was so shit on after World War One was because of the way he taught it. And the way he taught things was, like, he presented information and he let us all present things from different political points of views. And we all had live discussions. It wasn't all, like, this single-sided, oh, critical race theory, bad, all this shit. Like, I'm seeing on TikTok people yeah. in their classes filming their teachers saying this shit. No, he just promoted... He didn't, he had, I don't even know what his political views are. Yeah. I could not tell you what he, what he believes. That's, that's exactly what I think we should view politicians as, right? Yeah. Like we shouldn't need to know their agenda. We just need to know that they cooperate and they provide a framework of, of, uh, of discussion. Yeah. For real. We shouldn't be like, oh, he's Republican. Well, 
Now his race doesn't matter. Yeah, because how, how the fuck is you being Republican or Democrat solving issues of, like, fucking poor neighborhoods? Like, it doesn't fucking matter. There are poor neighborhoods. Yeah. There are people living on the street that need our help. Yeah. And there are people who are unfit to be in office who are continuing to allow that problem to persist and to propagate. And there are people who want to fight for this issue. And so fucking what if they run as Republican? Actually, I don't even think Caitlyn Jenner has come out and said she's running as Republican. I, I misspoke earlier. I'm pretty sure she said she's, she's running as a compassionate disruptor. That's, Ooh, I like that. Compassionate <laughs> disruptors. Really That's a cool term. Dude, yeah. We can all be compassionate disruptors. Like, be a compassionate disruptor in, in like, like spark conversation. Don't shy away from shit. Like, we need to talk about real issues, and if people are so staunch in their, in their, in their viewpoint, don't take them seriously, because they shouldn't be taken seriously, because they're being children. They're like, being, if you can't, and, if you can't listen to the other side and have a rational discussion, you're a fucking child, and you're this, saying, this is my way. You're, no. Like, yes, no. Like, that's, it's so fucked up. Like, yeah, it is so fucked up. And you know what, guys, to wrap it up, uh, Sam's got to go work, but this was, has been a hell of a podcast, Sam. I appreciate ah. you being on, dude. Come back next week, dude. Hell yeah. Because I fucking... Gang, gang. Gang, 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 dude. I love this shit, dude. This conversation. And this is why we call it the Other Side Podcast, because we talk about things from a side that is not spoken about enough. It, I, like... I, we should always be willing to listen to the other side. Yes. And there's always another side. There is. There's always another side. There's always so many different ways to look at the same issue. And like we to, to fully understand our viewpoint, we need to see it from the other side. Right? Like You can't just be like, I'm right, and not know why you're right in your mind. Yeah. Like you need to be able to see it from the other person's perspective. And then that if you're thinking well, if you have good thought patterns, that will just justify your 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 position even more. Because you can look at it from the other side. You can you can be like, these are the issues of your viewpoint, and this is why I agree with my viewpoint. And sometimes you look at things from the other side and you realize you were on the wrong side. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> you're not thinking. Because you're because it's easy to be like this is now known. And like, because it's known to me, that is reality. That's correct. However, like when, when, when you think you're right, when you think shit's known, when you're looking at the world as black and white, you're wrong. Most of the time. Yeah. And I've been on the wrong side. Yeah. I, this week, I was on the wrong fucking yeah. side. I, I come out full hardly admit I was on the wrong side. I probably still am on the wrong side about some things. You know, I, it just takes some reflection. It's all the only, the only thing we can do is, is try to, to try to continue to try. To do better. Yeah. That's it. That's all we have control over. And that, that concludes our message. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. I freaking love it. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks for joining. <laughs> all right. We're going to have voice modulation for this Sunday. The other side. The oppressed. And the oppressors. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Signing off. Love you guys. Oh, yeah.